Welcome to the sermon podcast of Paley Presbyterian Church. The following sermon is by Pastor Becca Bruner. Well, we have read it on a boat, and we have read it with a goat. We have read it here and there. We have read it everywhere. It's graduation season, and so that means that hardworking students all over the country are walking across stages, receiving their diploma, and receiving their very own copy of Oh, the Places You'll Go, or maybe two or three copies, because you would not believe how many copies of this book sell every year in May, like 80,000 last year or something like that. Everybody buys every student this book for graduation, and it's sweet. There's good reason for it. Now, the words are familiar to many of us. It says, congratulations, today is your day. You're off to great places. You're off and away. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own, and you know what you know, and you are the guy who will decide where to go. It's a sweet and and really exciting sentiment, except for when it's not. Except for when you run smack dab into the reality that life demands what feels like immediate answers to some of life's biggest questions. We're continuing in our How series this morning, talking about how we do the Christian life, these kind of practical, uh, applicable uh, practices, sometimes called spiritual disciplines, things that we can do to help us connect to the heart of God, help us follow Jesus better. And today we come to the practice of discernment. Discernment. Essentially, the question, how do we know? How do we know what it is we're supposed to do? How do we know what God wants us to do? These questions start at childhood, right? We always ask kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? And then they continue, and they just get more intense as you reach this stage of life that we're celebrating today, graduating high school. People ask, you know, what college are you going to go to? What are you going to major in? What are you going to do? As if, like, you have it fully laid out, like, today. And the questions continue in life, you know. How do I know he or she is the one? When are you two going to go ahead and tie the knot? When are you going to go ahead and start a family? What, what church should we attend? Should I change careers? What's the plan after I retire? The questions in life keep coming and coming and coming. Life's full of questions and choices and decisions. And while we do have brains in our heads and feet in our shoes, we don't often feel up to making those decisions however we choose. Which is why I'm so grateful that the Bible actually gives us some tools, gives us some wisdom in the practice of discernment. So I want to tell you about a few of those practices, a few of those tools that we have in our our toolbox. Uh, But then after that, we're going to get to hear how some of our our students, two of our upcoming high school graduates, are actually putting those tools into practice in their own lives. So for me, if you want to be able to make good choices to discern well the life, the path that God has for you, a good place to start is to pay attention to your life. Just pay attention. 
to your own life. Each and every one of us has been created by God and given experiences that are unique only to us. We have been shaped. We are each one of us, one of a kind, handmade originals with gifts and skills and talents and experiences that are different than anybody else on this planet. And so when you're making a choice, you know, I think you shouldn't be afraid to ask, you know, what do I really want in this situation? What would give me the greatest joy? What experiences have led me to where I stand today and how might they lead me to where I want to be in the future? Author Frederick Buechner defines vocation, aka God's call on your life, as the place where our deep gladness meets the world's deep need. I love that. I love that that God uses our deep gladness, the things that make us really happy to meet the deepest needs of our world. Which means, good news, God's call on your life doesn't have to be a burden. It can actually be something that makes you really, really happy. That doesn't mean it's always going to be easy. But as you seek to know which way to go, it's okay and, and, and even good to pay attention to your life, pay attention to your loves, pay attention to how God made you uniquely you and what brings you the greatest joy. Second thing you want to do in order to grow in discernment is get yourself connected to Christ-centered community. Proverbs 12:15 says, "The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise." All of us, no matter how smart we are, we can't see the whole picture. We need other people's counsel. We need their perspective. We need their wisdom if we want to make good choices. So I do this. Anytime a major life decision has come my way, I make sure to reach out to just a small handful of friends, people who, who know Jesus well, who know me well, who can uh, you know, not necessarily make the decision for me, but talk with me through it, pray for me through it, and, and give me their insight, things that I can't necessarily see. They help me see better. So pay attention to your life, get connected to Christ-centered community, and finally, and really, ultimately, if you want to make good choices, if you want to be able to discern well what God's will is for your life, the thing that matters most is just that you love Jesus. Just love Jesus. It's what the psalmist meant, I think, when he said, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, what I don't think that that means, it it doesn't mean if you love God that God's going to give you every little thing you ask for. But what I, I do think it means is that when you truly, wholly, deeply love God with all your being, well, then what God wants ends up being what you want. The wants and the heart of God align with the wants in, in your own heart. Way back in the third century, the Bishop of Hippo, St. Augustine, wrote, love God and do as you please. Not love God and follow all the rules, not love God and good luck figuring out the rest, but love God and do as you please. And he wrote that because I think what he he understood is that if we really focus our hearts on really loving Jesus totally and completely, then we can do as we please because we're going to want what God 
wants. We're going to do as God pleases, naturally and easily. Not angsting over, oh, is this the right choice or not? Or am I doing God's will or not? Or how in the world am I supposed to know? But just simply loving God and doing as you please. So when it comes down to it, discernment's actually kind of simple. Pay attention to your life. Get yourself connected to a Christ-centered community and love Jesus. Well, it's all from me for now. I want you to be able to hear it even better from two of our graduating seniors, Brooke Oberly and Sammy Carricker. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Samantha Carricker, and I'm a senior at Great Valley High School. I have been coming to Paley Presbyterian since I was a little kid. My family has grown up coming here, and I have as well. I remember going to Sunday school when I was in first grade and then moving up to youth group, where I've met so many people, including all of you. Something that has stuck out for me from coming to Paley Presbyterian is the amount of friendships that I have made. From church retreats to regular Sunday youth groups, I have made so many long-lasting friendships. Retreats specifically really helped me not only be closer to God, but to get closer to the people around me, which is why I have developed so many relationships. A little bit about me outside of PPC is that because I'm a senior, I went through the college application process this year, and I have decided to go to the University of Delaware where I'll be majoring in political science. During this process, I took, it took a lot out of me. It was definitely one of the most stressful times of my life so far. When I began this process, I had my heart set on attending Villanova, and before I even started applying, I knew I wanted to go there. I applied early decision to Nova, which is where if you get accepted, you are in a binding contract with them, making it like you have to go there. Knowing how much I had my heart set on going, I, of course, applied early decision. During the months before the decision came out, I applied to multiple other schools where I loved, but I didn't think I loved them as much as Villanova. I prayed every day and hoping to God that I would get in. The day finally came where the decisions were out. I remember being so excited opening that email only to see that I got rejected. Other than how disappointed I was, I was so mad at God. I prayed to him every day and he knew how badly I wanted to go there and yet I got denied. I was taught that if you pray to God, he would answer your prayers, but he didn't answer mine. He knew I wanted this so badly. Looking back on the entire application process, there were so many signs God was telling me Villanova was not the right choice and that Delaware was. I was added to multiple University of Delaware group chats where I didn't get into any of the ones from Villanova. I toured Delaware four times, where I only toured Villanova once. I was receiving emails and updates from Delaware, where I only received one from Villanova. All of these were signs of him trying to tell me that my future would be somewhere else, but I ignored them. God had this plan for me the entire time. He knew how disappointed I would end up being, yet he knew this was the right path. He gave me these signs trying to tell me my future was supposed to be somewhere else, and I now realize God was trying to lead me in a different direction. I was unsure of the entire process to begin with, but unknowingly, God has had me in his hands this entire time. I am now more happy to say that I am attending the University of Delaware than I would be saying I am attending Villanova, because I know now this is God's path for me. I know now not to dismiss the signs given by God, for he is trying to lead you somewhere that is best for you. This process has also allowed me not to grow closer to God, as I know he has got my back, as I hope this has allowed all of you to let God lead you where you're supposed to be. Thank you. Hi, everyone. My name is Brooke Oberly, and I am a senior at Great Valley High School. 
At Great Valley, I have played on both the tennis and lacrosse team for four years, and I am very involved in clubs such as yearbook, student council, and best buddies. I have grown up at Paoli Prez, and my parents were youth leaders when I was younger. I always attended Sunday school, youth group, and confirmation classes with the church, and I went on several trips, such as the Great Escape and the Confirmation Retreat. Some of my favorite memories from my experience at PPC are playing nine square at youth group and going ziplining at one of the church retreats. Similar to Sammy, I have also developed lifelong friendships and a closer connection to God in the program, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. In the fall, I am attending Auburn University, and I am planning to major in psychology. I am also planning on rushing and joining the girls' club tennis team. This journey through my application process was one of the hardest and most soul-crushing experiences I've gone through. The most difficult part of this journey was being deferred in the winter from my top school, University of Georgia, and then waitlisted in the spring. This endless waiting process caused me to constantly turn to God for clarity and direction. Because I had my heart set on attending Georgia, I worked hard to find patience and peace within myself and go in the direction that I believed God was leading me to. However, in the end of February, everything changed. I visited Auburn for the first time and everything seemed to fall into place. I fell in love with the quaint town, the feeling of community on campus, the gorgeous architecture, and the happiness exuding from each student I passed. Fun fact, Auburn was actually ranked to have the happiest students in 2020 in the country. And after a year like 2020, everyone needs some happiness. <laughs> Although there were some loose ends that I needed to tie up in order to finally make my decision to attend Auburn, that life-changing visit felt like God leading me in the correct direction after this grueling process. I finally felt like I had gained clarity, and I finally allowed God's plan to be laid out for me rather than fighting it. Based on what I've learned from the college application process, I believe that there is a lesson for all of us. It is clear to me that not everything that is meant to come, that is meant to be, comes easily. No one can describe either of our experiences as easy. But if we entrust in God and allow him to lay out the future path that is perfectly suited for us, then everything will come into place. And let's be clear, coming into place may not always feel that way at the time, especially when you have your heart set on something else. But if we allow ourselves to surrender to God's plan, I promise that our path will eventually get smoother. Thank you. You know, I've read that when it comes to discernment, what matters most to God isn't the school or the major or the job. God's less interested in the decisions that we make than he is in the people that we become as we're making them. And so, Brooke and Sammy, thank you so much for sharing your story and allowing God, even in the hardship, to shape you in the process. And God's gonna continue to do that for you and for each and every one of us. But specifically for Brooke and Sammy, for Brad, for Megan Merton, and for Seth McKay. As you go out into the world this year, I wanna just encourage you specifically to pay attention to your life. You may end up keeping the major you think you're gonna major in and love it and that's awesome, or you may not. Pay attention to what brings you joy. Pay attention to what makes your spirit come alive. That's God in you. 
And so if that means you change your major, if that means you change your friend group, it be, change is okay. God's guiding you through it. If you stick with the plan that you've had from the beginning, that's okay. God's guiding you through it. Just be open to God in your life. I want to encourage you to find Christ-centered community. Paoli Presbyterian Church has been your church home, and we will always be. But you need those friends where you're going. You need people who love Jesus and love you and love the Jesus in you to come alongside you, to encourage you, to point you to Jesus. So find that community, a church or an organization at your school where there are other people who love Jesus and who are going to love you with them. And then you, love Jesus. That's the most important thing. Anything else is just kind of, I don't know, frosting on the cake. (laughs) Love Jesus well, and that will guide you in everything you need. So I read to you the blessing from Dr. Seuss. Hopefully you'll get two or three copies in graduation season. Uh, And and that's his blessing. But as we close, or as I close our message today, I I wrote my own version, the Paoli Presbyterian Church uh, version of a blessing for you, our graduates. Congratulations. Today is your day. You're off to great places. You're off and away. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You have Jesus in your heart so you'll never lose. You are not on your own. You've got a community who cares. So turn to them for help. We will cover you in prayer. You know what you know, and you love what you love. So let Jesus guide you to God's plan from above. So the next time you're wondering, what's the right thing to do? Hold on to these words. You're beautiful, God loves you, and we love you too.